Eddie, what is happening on our program? This is good morning, happy Friday, but but my gosh, Zencaster has changed everything. Yeah, so we we've used Zencaster, and we've it's been the same forever, and we've done. We've done our Mal- Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours of recording with Zencaster. Yeah. We just changed the interface, and now it has, like, video. And for just a second, we turned on our video to be like, oh, do we want to do it like that? And pretty immediately was like, nope. Nope. I don't know why, but I don't desire to look at you, and you look at me. So, that- Yeah, it is far more that I don't want you looking at me than I don't want to look at you. You look fine. But we also don't need – but, like, it also did a countdown – which was the other yes, part which that was like, never done before. And I'm like counting down. I feel like it's like on Wayne's World when yeah. it's you know. I wonder too much. if this is the nature of 2021 and 2020 podcasting and that mm. is that everyone has started doing it and everything is is distance. Very few podcasts are in person anymore for me. And yeah. I just wonder if all the systems like a Zencaster, a Riverside, uh all of those are just starting new ways to make it look like you work here all the time. Well, yeah, exactly. And just they're having to get good at it because people are yeah. easily and rightly so. They want to create content. They can't leave their house. So we've got writing and we've got podcasting. Which literally, as you know, and everyone knows, I am stuck in Colorado. But we're okay. still recording all the podcasts. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit? First of all, we need to do a little bit of a mea culpa for the avid listener. Oh, I, please. I I've been dying to hear. You haven't even told me. Well, no, but I can't. If you hear our last show, <laughs> I don't know how to do this, but we got it. We didn't talk about this beforehand. But on our last show, we were like, how was your weekend? And you're like, Colorado was great. And I was like, my birthday was great. No, I, 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 I did say that. Yeah. We no, because I would have still been in Colorado. I was still in Colorado. But we pre-recorded. A show that came out after the weekend, and yeah, so yeah, but I was in Colorado anyway till Wednesday. Oh, okay. I thought so I, no, no, no. Because the truth is, with our scheduling these two weeks, we've mm-hmm. our recording mm-hmm. schedule has gotten wonky, and I was like, oh no. We said like, but it's fine. So yeah, we're here. But I, yeah. So we're so here. How was your birthday? It was absolutely beautiful and mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people made it weird. I'm so proud of our oh, listeners. They made it are, so weird. I need to just say, because it really, we could do the whole show talking individually how people made it weird. Yeah. Um, but I will say that first, personally, got some sweet gifts, great time with Rob, great time with friends. People texted yeah. me. People, it was so, it was just like a sweet birthday weekend. And I sure. felt for someone turning 41, which is not a huge birthday, I felt very special. And that was very nice. So, but the other thing was, you said <laughs> after my terrible joke, you said, hey, everyone, make it weird. Uh So level one of that was the amount of social media. It was like, I either have to hire a social media manager right now or or turn it off. (laughs) So I turned off. I had to turn off all notifications. I turned, it was, it melted all of it. And people were smart. They were like LinkedIn and, Uh, uh -uh. oh yes. Oh yes. They did it all. So most of them, I would say 75% were happy birthday. And I read every single one of them. It was so sweet. Yeah. So that was level one. Level two was people sending weird, which was all appropriately weird, but like a picture of myself to me. Oh. Um, <laughs> a GIF. They GIF. sent you pictures of you? Oh, yes. Someone took oh, the time gosh. to Google image search me from some yeah. pictures that were literally taken at a photo shoot when I remember Lucy was a baby. She yeah. was So this is years ago. And wrote like happy birthday on it. And when you see your own picture come up on your own timeline, 
uh-huh. it is very jarring. And sure. it was, I was like, well done. That wasn't right, weird. Right, right, So that right, was right. the level two. There was a lot of that. Saw them all, loved it. Uh-huh. And then there were the level three folks. And, <laughs> and again, I'm going to miss people and I'm going to miss things because there was so much. Mm-hmm. But I would like the mm-hmm. first, there was a group of three people. Uh, okay. I think it's pronounced Lene. Lene Johnson, Sarah Miller, and Emily Spurgeon. Okay. All of a sudden, my Venmo starts to ping. And okay. the three of them have each sent me $5 on Venmo. <laughs> and you know what the note $5? on it says? No. You know what the note says? What? <laughs> Happy birthday. Go buy some Diet Dr. Thunder. Oh, gosh. And enjoy your evening. They this all wrote some so version good. of that. So I got money sent to Venmo to buy myself what would have been 15 15 to 16 two liters of Diet Dr. Thunder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good joke. That's very funny. Did Heck you buy joke. that? I did not. I gave it all to be the bridge and thank oh them very much. Oh my gosh, that's very Eddie of you and so well, sweet. That is so do? sweet. I you can't. could you could have bought yourself. But also when we think of, and I don't want to dog my beloved DDT, but when we really think of what's inside of it, do I need to buy 15 of them or should mm. I be buying zero of them? And okay. there's there's something about uh well, so that's it. And then there is who I believe has to be, there was no winner, but this person won. Mm-hmm. His name is Adam Godfrey. Oh, I, yes. Okay. Did you watch this all go down? I, Can wa- you- I watched, wait, no, are we not talking about the same thing? Yeah, we are. Okay, so I yes. Think. I if, didn't if watch you- anything go down. I just watched the video you sent me. Adam sends me sends me a video on, or a, a tweet on my birthday that says, hey, I'm working really hard on something real weird. It may not happen. And I texted him, you know, I messaged him back and was just like, dude, don't work too hard. Uh-huh, just go uh-huh. take the money you were going to spend, go buy yourself a DDT and pour one out for me or something like that. Right. Yep. And then on February 16th, a couple days later, no, no, 14th, maybe a couple days later, he sends me. So Adam got a cameo, one of those, you know, famous people things yes. where you get people from an SNL writer. Oh, that's so good. So I got a cameo from an SNL writer. His name is Alan Lennick. He was there for a few years. He charges $8 for a cameo. He charges which, $8, which to the guy who got it for you, Adam, that makes it actually even funnier that he only spent $8. Because I, I died a little inside when I was like, please tell mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. this guy of didn't course, spend of course even did. $20. Yes, I mean, course, this is... Yeah. Please don't spend money on me. It's just uh-huh. died. He spent $8, which was a perfect amount of money. And his instructions, Adam's instructions to Alan, the writer of SNL was, uh-huh. Zeddy, he's on a podcast. Please make it weird. And I shared the link on Twitter if you want to go watch it. It's hard to explain just how weird Alan <laughs> Linick. so good. <laughs> first of all, he shoots it still. He shoots the whole cameo still with his retainer in his mouth. That yes, he yes. He, well, he has not even hardly woken up. He is no. laying in the bed still with his blankets on and his retainers on. Oh, yes. And he has just woken up. And uh-huh. then he proceeds to talk for two minutes, kind of wishing me a happy birthday. But I think the line of it was... I heard you want to be on SNL. I do too, he said, because he's not an SNL writer Right, anymore. right, right. And I'm like, oh, that is perfect. That is brilliant. And then he ends it with some super weird thing about we're all wizards in a circle together with uh-huh. books on our... He I had a dream. Like, he pretend- a dream. He either had it. Well, he listened to the show yeah. for starters, which I think is hilarious. Very sweet. 
And then he made up that he had a dream. I think he made up that he had a dream, but then he tells a very extensive story very. about a dream he had and how y'all are wizards. <laughs> it was super weird. It was brilliant. And Adam Godfrey, I mean, uh -huh, really, uh -huh, uh -huh. it was overwhelming. I uh -huh. have paid and I understand now that I should not ma have made that joke because people <laughs> did make it weird and they listened to you and it was both very loving and super strange. Yeah, I hope I hope you learned some things from this. I sure did. Yeah. And um and I am not to be messed with is kind of what the big takeaway I think. Yeah, and the see the problem is is the your ability to conjure that in real time. <laughs> Was the funny part to me. Right, right, right. Because you didn't even exhale from the laugh. Yeah. And you just said mm -hmm. it. And I was like, well, 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 well. <laughs> Apparently, she just decides to use her powers for good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. That's exactly a great way to say it. I decide to use my powers for good. That's 100% right. Yes. So in closing, thank you, everyone, for the sweet birthday love. It was very, very sweet. And um yeah. Next year, I'm going to just tell Annie well in advance. Hey, I'm going to tell Jenna. Hey, uh -huh. I'm turning 42 February 12th. Please make sure <laughs> Annie knows and makes a deal about it. Um, right, right. Oh, I love it. I'm so happy. Um, I would like to also talk about, can we talk about a very sweet gift that a friend sent me? Yeah, sure. Because it backfired massively. And only the way that a thing would backfire for you mm -hmm, and I. Mm -hmm, Do you want mm -hmm. to start telling the story? Because I've been talking for the entire podcast so far. It's very easy. Very easy. I got you a hatch. You sure did. Alarm clock. Because we spent a long time talking about alarm clocks. So I mailed you a hatch alarm clock mm -hmm. as a happy birthday gift. Right. Meanwhile, you reached out to Hatch directly. And Hatch also mailed you an alarm clock. <laughs> well, okay. In fairness, I wasn't doing the thing where I reached out to them. I they got a they got wind of the joke basically. No, uh, and Edward, people are tagging. You ta said to them, "Hey, Hatch, would you like me to record?" You yes. made a joke to Hatch. I've made those jokes to everybody. I've never gotten anything. <laughs> That's, right. That's, That's right. I never expect to get anything. I expect them to understand that the joke is happening. Do you know how many things we've mm -hmm, talked about? Mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I could go through the list of things. So they sent one. So I will have two hatches. Um, it was a very sweet gift, Annie. And in truth, you, we did not know it was from you because it had no gift card. It had nothing in it. It was just- Right, and it arrived a day earlier than the shipping said. So I had set an alarm to yeah. text you and say, a birthday gift is coming because Hatch doesn't have a gifting mechanism in their purchasing system. It's so literally I, a hatch in a box. Uh-huh, like uh-huh, uh, right, right. I don't it's even an alarm know clock the, in a box. Yeah, and you're like, well, I guess that was the thing from Hatch. And that yes. was very quick. But then it arrived early because they're awesome. And right. so the Hatch beat my text to you. Right. It arrived on, I believe, Brianne's mm -hmm. half birthday, which was a yes. very lovely yes. gift Yes, she her. did tell me that. Yeah, I was very yeah. happy about that too. So the Hatch alarm clock, crazy, huh? Yeah. All of a sudden, it's just blue in the room. <laughs> do you love it so much? I do. It's Yeah. Oh, you use you, blue? Is that what you said? I, I did. We... Going through the different color palettes, yeah, going through yeah. how early, because when there's two people in a room, like the light wakes me on the first second. Right. The moment the light is even gently on, I am 100% awake. But I, so I think I have to dial back the amount of time the light turns on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because a half hour wake up, if we're waking up at seven, mm -hmm. I'm up at 631. Yeah, and you don't need to be, sure. Um, 
It is awesome. And I love, I really am affected by the sound of things. And I really don't like the mean alarm clock sound. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's just very gentle. Like a, right. It's like a stream or like some sort of uh, chimes, wind chimes. Right. Uh, I just woke up to birds chirping this morning. Yeah, I know. I will see. I have to use the real alarm because I, um, I do not respect a bird chirping as a signal that I need to wake up and be a person. Oh, see, it has woken us up, which is my favorite part. It does, but I save it for Saturday. That's my oh, Saturday wake that's up. That's the soft. Yeah, yeah. It's soft. It's gentle. It can take its time, all the things. That's fine. I can't let that be what gets me to work in the morning. Yes, I haven't had a critical wake up yet with it. I think for a critical wake up, it may need to be something a little more aggressive because this is like, okay, if it chirps for 10 minutes, mm-hmm, uh, I'm not mm-hmm. missing a flight. Right, 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 right. And that is, and do you know what's been funny? So you said it on your phone, right? Like the whole thing happens on your phone. Yeah. And and I realized when I flew to Colorado on Saturday that I had not turned my Monday through Friday alarm off. Oh. And I thought, oh my gosh, my alarm's gonna go off <laughs> and my neighbors. But you and can so, do it remotely like that? Yes, you can do it remotely. So I turned it off from here. Oh, that's cool. Cause I thought it was possibly that's also a funny joke for having it in the house when you're gone. Like I could yes, just yes, yes. be running errands and then make birds start chirping in the other room. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what you could do. It's like I do it sometimes with the Alexa. I, How you do can you make, do that? You can make announcements on Alexa through the Alexa app. So uh-huh. I, can, I can talk into my phone and just be like, hey, even Lucy, can you come to the other room? But I'm gone. Oh, wow. And then wow. they just hear me and it's like, what? I I don't have an Alexa in my real life, but they have them here at the ranch. They have one at the ranch, and we couldn't find the remote control for a TV last night. And someone said, Alexa, help us find the remote. (laughs) She can't. She can't help with that. Yeah. but you outside of her. It's funny the amount of things you can ask Alexa that she can do. Like real random historical facts. Yep. That's right. Because, you know, the kids are always, when did Rosemary Kennedy die? Or, you know, he, oh, I bet. Still... Oh, man. Gosh, does Lucy and Eve use the Alexa all the time for facts? Mostly. So I would say 90% of it is just purely a music playing device. Okay. So it is it is Tina Turner, Kids Bop, Aretha Franklin, just the greatest hits of the house. Okay. 10% of it is... Uh, no, 5% of it is set an alarm because we're baking bread and we need an alarm going. Okay. And then the other bit is, yes, they're walking around asking, when did this person die? Or when was this person born? Or, you know, how old was John sure. Lewis when he died? And, you know, like the things that they, so I do love it. Do you ever feel weird that you know she's there, Alexa? I do. Okay. I, that's been my hesitation so far. Listen, and I am fully aware. I have a telephone that listens to me. It is not that I do not have a device that listens to me. Yes. It just feels different for some reason. Why does it? I mean, I just got a hatch alarm clock that I control from my phone. The chances of it listening to me is probably pretty high, but for some reason, Alexa's really feel weird to me. Yeah. Help me get over that. I don't know that I can because I mean, Alexa has security features that are like, don't listen. And you have to say, uh, like, hey, Alexa, to arm it, which. Wait, hey, I can say to Alexa, don't listen. Oh, I bet how many people are dealing with us. Hey, Alexa. Their Alexas go off yeah, right hold now. Hold on, hold on. What should we tell people's Alexas to do? Um, no, it's too late. They're already prepared. They're going to stop. Okay. Uh, okay. Play, but make them play something. Yes, yeah, make them play a song. Make them play Kids Pop. You do that. Okay, okay. 
Um, we'll do we'll do it later when they're not. Yeah, ready. surprise them, surprise them. Yeah. So you can turn off. It'll say like stop listening, and so you arm it to listen when you say the words, but then uh -huh. you realize like it's listening for you to say that word. I, I'm there are certain technologies that oog me out, but I'm also a little bit resigned to it because of the mass acceptance of it. And I know I'm okay. wrong. I, okay. I hear science Mike saying I'm wrong, or I hear Andy Crouch saying that I'm wrong. Um, right. Th these people that talk about tech safety. Uh-huh. The, the real hard thing for me is, is the amount of music that we listen to in our house. Uh-huh. It's the ultimate music player because yeah, it's connected yeah. through Spotify or whatever. And you yeah. can just be anywhere and just think of anything and play it. And there's a I know that that is a lame, lame reason, but that is such a massive value that it is such, I, it is hard for me. It, that's what it is, but I can't, I don't, I'm not fully over it. No, I think, yeah, I, I, I feel all of that, that like, it would be really helpful to say, Hey, Alexa, set a timer for 10 minutes. Feels like mm -hmm. it would be very helpful in my life. Yeah. But I have not, I haven't gotten there yet, but it feels like it would be so helpful. Yeah. Hey, Alexa. Play Tina Turner. <laughs> I hope everyone is getting to hear Tina Turner Everybody. right now. Whoa. What song? Love? I wonder what her first one is that comes on when you just say play Tina Turner. What's the it's, first song? What's Love Got to Do With It? Always? My, well, mine's running through Apple Music, and so it defaults to playing the Apple Music Essentials playlist. Okay. So song one, What's Love Got to Do With It? Song two, um, the job from the song from S Creek that they both sang to each other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I appreciate which, how you've called it S Creek every time just to keep us from having to change our rating on our I show. Just, I just knew we were going to have to talk about that show too much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then the third one is uh, Rolling on the River, the yeah, old of one course. that she did with her ex husband. So yeah, those are the first. Okay, three. okay. So that's usually the, the that's what ones. everybody's going to get. Mm -hmm. Y'all love Tina Turner that much in your house. Uh, since Brie and I, we kind of go through phases of different things. Uh -huh. So right now we're just in a Tina Turner phase. Okay. Um, and we're cool. always trying to find artists that we all like the music that is not inherently like super filthy. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Like what's love. So got you're going to gonna have to go back to the sixties and seventies and fifties. You probably. are yeah. like, what's love got to do with it? If you really dig into those lyrics are yeah. not kid appropriate, but but in a soft, like their background and like the kids are still at the age, they're not, sure. they're not at all understanding that. Sure. But you find over time, you're like, well, we're checking that artist off the list because they've, they understand that now. Yeah. 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 You start paying attention to yeah. the questions they ask at dinner and you're like, you know what? That's going to be enough of that you know artist. We're going to just start passing on that. I don't even want to say names. I know me either. I, Eddie, I did the artists. same thing. I was going to make a joke about certain artists. And I was like, don't do that to people. Hi, friends. We're just interrupting this show for just a second to tell you how much we like Indeed. As you all know, podcasts are small businesses. And when we're talking to business owners, we get that 100%. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to hiring, every single hire you need to needs to fit just right on your team. My team is tiny and one wrong move is problematic. So that's why we're telling you about Indeed. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed's instant match. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to show you great candidates instantly. So you can do the part you really need faster, meeting and hiring great people. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there is no long-term contracts. You can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. I love that. I With know. Instant Match, you see a great list of candidates with zero weight. 
and Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. We love Indeed. Right. So if you want your quality shortlist fast, you need Indeed. So right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash keep talking. This is Indeed's best offer anywhere. And you can get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash keep talking. Indeed.com slash keep talking. The offer is valid through March 31st and terms and conditions apply. Do you know one of the things I got to do while I was here at the ranch, Eddie, is, is I told people how they shouldn't should each other. I'm oh, really taking I, that on the road about the power of not shooting people. I I love that. What did, how, what was the response to that? Well, what happened is I, I taught a handful of times here at this training mm-hmm. and I just kept saying it. And someone came up to me while we were working on a puzzle and said, will you explain to me why you keep saying you don't should people? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I should just say that from the front. So I did. You are in a very mysterious existence right now. Can you just talk a little bit about where you are? And- will you, yeah, will you first tell us about your weather, where you are? Because it's going to be different than the majority of our weathers. Oh, I hate to do this. No, it's- no, I think it's good. It's not going to make people sad. Everybody oh, chooses to live where they live. 70 degrees, sunny. It's a beautiful day. <gasps> it's 70? Yeah, it's like warm out. It's wow. like lovely. I'm in shorts and a sweatshirt. Wow. But just because I'm in a drafty office. Yeah, wow, Florida is different. Florida it, is different. It is. And on days like today, really appreciate it because we are, I mean, especially like our friends in Texas right now. Gosh, gosh, They're in gosh. the middle of a national, like an emergency. That is an actual emergency. Yes. That is like an actual national concern, what's happening in Texas. I feel bad that are in perpetual, people that are in perpetual cold, but then there's what's happening right now. But this is really, really hard for them. So Yeah. I mean, what's happening right now across the country is pretty, to use the word of 2020, unprecedented. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know that we've seen our whole country, the majority, not our whole country, not you, but the majority of our country be in such deep cold and snow and ice. And so my problem is I was out here at the ranch, Lost yes. Valley Ranch. I write about it and that sounds fun. So everybody knows. Um, I was out here helping with the staff training. Like I was speaking at the staff training for their new set of staff for 2021. Yeah. And I was supposed to be here Saturday to Wednesday. And then because of the weather, I am now here again until tomorrow, until Saturday. So, and then uh, supposedly it will be fine because it goes over 40 on Saturday in Nashville. Our problem in Nashville is everything is frozen. Mm. It's not snow. Where I am in Colorado is gorgeous snow that we like, or it's beautiful. I just showed you when we did the two minutes of visuals. Um, But in Nashville, the roads are just piles of ice, Eddie. I mean, just like ice on top of ice. So, I mean, my flight on Wednesday was canceled 25 hours before my flight. It wasn't like I got to the airport and it canceled. It was like, oh, did you want to check in? Yeah, that plane's not even going to go. So save yourself some energy. How how does this affect like work and stuff? Because part of it's like, yay, fine, you're stuck in paradise, but also you've got a job to do. Right, right. So I'm holed up. The last couple of days I've been holed up in like the, in one of the rooms in the lodge that has very good Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. And you and I, you're my first podcast that I'm recording here. And you and I checked microphones to see which one of the headphones that I have sounded the best. Yes. (laughs) And so, I mean, I think it's been great. I, I said on Instagram the other day, like, this is a perfect practice for for me because this is not ruining my life by any stretch. I'm so happy to be here. I love being here. I love my yeah. friends that are here and I can do my job. But it's such a good practice because there are times in my life and in your life where something changes that is really devastating. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what Texas is experiencing that I am not experiencing. Yeah, yeah. And across the country, there are cities and states and people that are really going to die from this cold and from a lack oh, yes. of power oh, yes. and from a lack of ability to get food. And there have been, and not in my immediate circle, but in my extended circle in Nashville, there's already been two snow, ice, accident-related deaths. And I mean, you know, this is really tragic in so many ways. I am not experiencing tragic. I'm getting a practice in, can you be okay if things don't go the way you want them to? And then they end up going, great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm not stuck in a hotel in Denver without my friends. I'm at a ranch I love with a bunch of staff people that I love and management that I love, you know? I know that's a hard one though. Cause right. Cause it sounds like it's like, Oh, boohoo, you're stuck in paradise. But also it's hard to have those things shifted around. And, and I'm it's wholly hard. out of clothes. I mean, I'm doing laundry today because <laughs> I, and I warned everyone. I was like, I know y'all live here and have a lot of clothes. You need to know I'm about to wear my Taylor Swift sweatshirt for the third time because Same. I only brought a, <laughs> I only brought a certain amount of clothes with me. So yeah. Yeah, no, that makes But do you know what's sense. kind of fun, Eddie, is so Tell a me. lot of the staff is new, so they're new at their jobs. Oh. And so they're practicing on me and the Knuckles. Uh, sorry, Christy Knuckles led worship. Her and her family also live in Nashville. Therefore, oh. we are all here and yes. not able to fly home when we thought we were. And so like the waitresses are practicing on, practicing on us. And, you know, it's really fun. Oh, Because like, this like- is like a high quality ranch, you know, like when you come as a guest experience in the summer, you get like really bougie treatment, right? I mean, it's a, it's a really nice guest ranch. And so, but they have to, they have to train. Yeah, you do. They have to train their staff. And so they're like practicing on us. It's really fun. They're just like all like shaking with the, with the trays. Were you ever a wait staff? Did you ever do that? Oh, for sure. I was. Yes. Yes. Me too. Where where were you at? Uh, A restaurant called Po Folks. Oh man, that's a chain, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a, the only place they still exist is in Florida because we had this conversation at work the other day, and I had to Google it. Oh, folks, what is that place about? Like, why well, was Po folks? Southern food. Where did you? And, and I mean, I've had like five waitressing jobs though. That's just that was just my first one. Oh, Po folks. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Do you remember Where'd the you first work? time you had? had to care oh i worked at my first job ever was my first waiting job as jesse seafood house and so oh, it was, it was oh, like a wow. for very old people so we would have <laughs> honestly a 4 30 to 5 30 rush huge rush yeah 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 huge for sure rush. same at po folks yeah i'm wearing like a little white dress shirt little black yeah. pants oh and I yes just, it was wretched it oh, was like so- such a great first and then my second one was i worked in a sandwich place making sandwiches that was actually pretty oh, fun. it was okay. like behind the counter so do you still like, make great sandwiches i believe that i do Yes. What's your, sorry, I need to take a drink of water, you know, high altitude stuff. What is your, um, what is your biggest takeaway from working in a sandwich shop that still affects your life today? Yeah. You need to not put so much of everything on a sandwich. It doesn't actually make it better. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So everybody needs to lighten up on their sandwiches. Right. You think you're going to want to layer that turkey on there? Don't. Uh You want just like many layers of different tastes and you also Uh want different textures. So- Uh Like if you don't, you may not love lettuce, but you need it on there because that feeling of biting through and having not just, because if you just go bread, cheese, meat, and like mustard mayonnaise, Uh that uh is a fully soft bite. At minimum, toast your bread a little bit. So you get like crunch soft. At maximum, lightly toast your bread, put lettuce in there, put a pickle in there so that you've got like crunch, soft, crunch, 
another crunch from this and then from the like the pickle taste Got I mean, it. unless people don't like okay. but a sandwich like the peop- the reason somebody likes a good sandwich is not because they actually like turkey it's because they like that you take a bite and it's just an immediate journey from top to bottom through a sandwich and then that bite materializes in your mouth so that's okay. the thing don't okay, put wow. a lot of stuff on it put thin layers of things on it and vary up all of it and then and you'll get better it's the same with cereal wow. i make the world's best bowl of cereal what i would blow your mind annie with a bowl of cereal just describe it i can't believe you well, first of all, you're going to how, how are they? Yeah, I don't know how how cereal is better than just cereal. Bingo. It's because you just do one cereal at a time. And that that is the problem. Oh. So you're going to start with a base layer cereal. I would very much say a honey bunches. No, 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 no. I would say wow. I would say honey nut Cheerios is the great base layer cereal. So you're going to want to do half of your total cereal. Honey nut Cheerios is a base layer? Yeah. This is or, insanity. Or I'm going to say my favorite base layer is actually Crispex. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not an overwhelming Wait, base also, layer. also, you and I say that word that very differently. You say, you say Crispex? How do you say it? I say Crispex. Uh, there's no way it's Crispex. Yeah, because it's C-R-I-S-P-I-X, Crispex. <laughs> you might be right. Crispex is insanity. Crispex. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet them. Maybe they'll send me 10,000 cases. <laughs> Chris Bex. No, because of the song. Chris Bex. It's crispy times too. <gasps> that was the jingle. And they say Chris Pex? <sighs> Man, I am looking up that jingle. The I am too. I've, I didn't even know there was a jingle. Also, I just called it a telephone call. You and I are <laughs> on the most advanced technology. I am running through a full podcast studio right now. Right. I am Telephone. not, but I am. We are using the technology. Yes, but you're on Google Fiber, mm-hmm. half a country away. Yeah, that's and right. Sounding great and recording locally on your end. That's you, right. Like, and we're not on a telephone call. That's right. So you're going to want to do, you're going to want to do about a half to two thirds of the total bowl volume of not uh, not of the bowl, but of the amount of cereal you want. Okay. With a base layer of cereal. Okay. Then we start sprinkling layers. So ideally, second layer, you're going to want a slightly sweeter but not overwhelmingly sweet cereal. So I avoid, I don't really like the, the cereals have to play well together. So your second layer, uh-huh, you're not uh-huh. going to want a Frosted Flakes would be the classic one. Frosted Flakes is its own bowl of cereal. It's just, it's alone. It's too dominant of taste. But I would say a light layer dusting of Honey Bunches of O's. That would be my second wow, layer. Wow, wow, wow. And just okay. a dusting, enough to just barely cover the flakes. We're talking okay. small amount. And then a final sprinkle of a very crunchy, low sweet cereal. I would say a granola would be nice, a homemade granola would be nice. I know where nice. you're going with this. My number one is grape nuts. <laughs> I know. You're going to do a gentle <laughs> of grape nuts over top of it. I just need to ask you before we By continue. By the way, we have two more layers, but go ahead. Oh, Wow. Okay. Well, let me make sure I understand. Crispex, and it's then crispy times is two. half of it, and then you're doing a honey nut Cheerios or honey mm-hmm. bunches of oats, honey nut yeah. Cheerios, honey, and honey bunches then of oats. grape nuts. And we're talking thin layers. You're okay. thinking this is a massive okay. bowl of cereal. Okay. It's not. It's the same size bowl of cereal. It's all proportion. It's like if you're making, a like a like a coffee drink, right? Uh-huh. You're going to use. Uh-huh. A quarter of whatever volume, total volume what you want is going to okay. be espresso. The other three-fourths is, you know, warm milk for a flat white. Like, it's just all ratios. So we're talking half 
base layer and then you're just layering the the rest of the half with these but mm-hmm, then once mm-hmm. you're grape nuts now you could stop there but why would you because now we've got a lot of crunch we've got layers of sweet we've got layers but here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take 10 whole almonds uncrunched oh my uncrunched, gosh and i'm gonna sprinkle them on the top this is insanity because now we've got some bites that are interspersed in this whole bowl of cereal uh-huh and then Let's take a light drizzle of honey, lighter than you've ever considered. It's barely noticeable. Just do a light drizzle around the top. Not like you're putting mustard on a hot dog in the summer. We're talking just a gentle brushing of honey. Fill it up with milk. If you fill it up with milk. And what kind s- of milk? We are always unsweetened almond milk. We don't okay. do any. Okay. We don't do a lot of dairy. doesn't work well with my little baby tum-tum. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you're, you're going to not want to overwhelm the milk here. People like to put milk in until the cereal starts to rise up. Yeah. You're you're wrecking it. You want it right before the cereal starts to move. Some cereals move quicker than others. Honey, like Cheerios move pretty quickly. Okay. So, but you want to fill the milk and, be, and not let the cereal rise up. Last step, because I'm fully committed to this now, because I don't want to have to repeat this, because people need to know the truth of how to make a great bowl of cereal, is before you start eating, you want to mix it up. This, I, I am so shocked by all of this, honestly. Every bite should be a full cross. It's the same thing as the sandwich. It's a full cross section of flavors, textures. It's a journey. The end. I am. Fiend. Fiend. <laughs> you guys have a great week. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. We do have to close it up. But Eddie, I, I here's the bigger thing I have to know. Well, so you so you own nine boxes of cereal at a time? Well, typically, and I feel like maybe you weren't paying attention, but I use three cereals. Crispus. No. Oh, honey yeah. bunches of oats. Oh yeah. Of and course I was paying attention. I just didn't hurt my feelings. Grape nuts. Oh, then almonds. <laughs> I'm just, and I'm then, just messing around. Okay, you're right, you're right. Sorry, and I know you were paying attention. I you're right, it around. is three. I'm sorry. That's just a lot of things. Please don't get mad. That's just a lot of things. Don't yeah. activate the people. Please don't activate the people. <laughs> I'm pouring water right now. Do you hear that? How unprofessional. Yeah, I hope, I hope you're pouring water because it also sounded like you were using the restroom. Oh, just a little mid-show potty? Yeah. Yeah, no thanks Probably. to that. Um, okay, so my, my biggest question, and this is how we're going to end the show, before this show started, this is like a magic trick from in and of itself. Before this show started, you and I hadn't gone over anything, nothing. Literally, our words before we started the show were, I don't know. Let's just hit record. I don't know what. Right. And then we started. And yet, even before that, you mentioned on Slack to our entire That Sounds Fun Network podcast team yeah. that Grape Nuts are back in production. Had you always planned to tell us your cereal stack? No, <laughs> not at all. I am just 100% obsessive over a lot of things all the time. And I had cereal I on the just brain. Can, I, it feels like, I need you to know it feels like a magic trick. It pr- feels like a magic trick that, that you hid a card in. This feels like, I won't rule anything, but it feels like I saw a gold brick in a studio, in a in an auditorium watching a show. And then I saw a gold brick on fourth and fourth and 21st in New York city. I feel like you pulled that kind of trick on me, but I will say we are all, you and I are completely, everybody's influenced. They're talking about the thing that was on their brain. So maybe it had to do with the fact that I just slacked your team, that grape nuts are back in stock because I felt like there was a grape nut shortage for a while. And there still kind of is. So maybe it was like, because it was on the brain, but there was nothing premeditated about it. Like me 
tweeting hatch was premeditated. There was nothing premeditated about this. Well, I'm just blown away, to be honest. I'm just blown away. Well, we all have our magic tricks. I feel like you just did an illusion, and I did not expect that on this big Friday show. I will also say I talked a dominant amount of this show, and what I like about that is that it was about mostly the most mundane things on Earth. (laughs) I did 15 full minutes on sandwiches and cereal, and I'm going to just say to everyone listening, you're welcome. Right. (laughs) That's exactly right. Come to Annie for the content. Come to me for cereal. That's right. Friends, have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Go wash your hands. Bye, buddies.